right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Sean, today we're going to be talking Marvel and DC. Ooh. Exciting stuff, right? Yeah, it's exciting. All right, we're going to be talking, well, first we're going to start off with the DC stuff. Um, so we got an extended Aquaman. I feel like we hopped into this real quick. I usually have some type of awkward... <laughs> Like transition or something that like leads into our topic, and I just feel like we just dive right just into straight it. to business today. Yeah, straight to business, no problem. All right, so yeah, first we're gonna be talking about we got an extended Aquaman trailer. So we got the first trailer, right, and then we got this one, which was like five plus minutes long, which right. was kind of crazy to get that much content in a trailer. But hey, I guess that's what we're doing now. These studios have no idea like how much they need to put in trailers anymore. I feel like it's just we get so many clips and like sneak peeks and teasers. Like by the end of it, a lot of these movies we've like seen half of them by the time we're in the theaters. But that's why, yeah, I try to ignore it now because yeah. I wanna, I wanna see one trailer and then I'm good. That's how I feel too. Yeah, you usually know? like just the teaser tra- teaser trailer is enough for me. I know we usually get like a yeah, and that's what's crazy. Like you get a teaser trailer which is basically just a trailer to tease the full trailer. <laughs> then we get a full trailer for the movie, and then we get clips here and there between like then and when the movie's released. It's just insane. So we got a five-minute long trailer. James Wan, the director, has come out on this, um, I think it was his Twitter, and said, like, you know, we did show a lot. Tell you what, like, most trailers in general contain spoilers, so if you don't want to know anything don't watch it anything right but he said we were just scratching the surface so hopefully that's true hopefully we didn't see everything that we're gonna see in the movie it seems like there could be a lot more to it but you watched it what, what did you think of it um i mean it's a good trailer man it i like how you get to see atlantis because i think that's like the most thing i'm interested in is seeing how they're gonna you know have an underwater city um i'm excited for black manta we got to see him we got to see some action scenes with it you also i mean it gives you an idea of the tone of the movie right and i feel like dc's been very dark and now they're finally kind of getting away from that this seems like a little bit of a more brighter movie there's definitely some more humor into it um you know and i gotta say man he doesn't seem like a traditional aquaman no he doesn't like no i mean i I was watching this trailer yeah and like obviously we've seen him in justice league now so we but he's he's very different than any like version of aquaman i feel like we've seen yeah when so if i was to imagine i mean i know we i think there's been a couple of live action aquamans i think there was one in smallville right there was i don't really watch smallville but yeah i think there was one in smallville but I don't know, like, when I think of a, like, a real-life Aquaman, like, he's not the one I would picture. Right. It's just, I mean, it's not that there's anything wrong with him. Like, he's got the, the physique for it, right? But it just, I don't know. Like, it doesn't have the look that I would expect. But, I mean. He's also, like, I mean, he's just kind of, like, more goofy than I feel like we traditionally see Aquaman being. Yeah. Which can be a good and a bad thing. Because Aquaman is one of those characters where it's, like, if if you try to take it too seriously 
then it would just come off as a joke anyway versus like if you kind of like play that balance of like here's serious here's goofy kind of you know teeter that line a little bit more because if you if you do too goofy right then it is just it's a joke like it's right like people have taken aquaman as a joke for the longest right so if you make him make this like a comedy then like yeah then he is he's just a joke that everybody said he was but again if you make it too serious and it's kind of like it's too serious to the point where like it becomes a joke you have to kind (laughs) of there is a uh a line you have to kind of find and like teeter it so i don't know man like yeah i mean he seems fine after seeing him in justice league like i warmed up to him I think we talked about this when I talked about like the Justice League trailer and stuff. I wasn't the biggest fan of him as Aquaman. I didn't really like how he was portraying him. But, I mean, it seems different in this movie. It also seems that this movie could be completely like disjointed from like the rest of like the DC movie universe. What do you think? Does it seem that way? Do you think they will do it, I guess? Do you think they're going to reference like the events of Justice League, Steppenwolf coming to Atlantis? I think they'll reference it a little bit. I I would be really surprised if they don't mention anything. Yeah. Um. I mean, the only way I could feel like that happening if this is a prequel, which I haven't heard of this being a prequel to. No, Justice I'm League. pretty sure it's like directly a sequel from yeah. that, right? Right. Do you see? I don't think. I don't think they're like completely like let's just distance this, like let's just make it completely disjointed from the rest of the DC movies. But I also don't think they're gonna go out of their way to like try to connect to it you know what i mean like the previous movies have been doing i think it, they might just mention it in passing like yeah hey yeah, definitely did, like did you know superman came back to life yeah shit's crazy right <laughs> can't believe it anyway what's going on with orm over here you know what yeah. i mean like, i feel like there's there's gonna be a slight like reference and then there's also probably gonna be some scene at the end of the credits that's gonna tie it in yeah maybe and it, it could be to like another character. It could. It's probably going to be some tie-in to Shazam. You, uh, yeah, because I was just thinking, what's the next DC project that's for sure coming out? Because that's been the issue with all these DC projects. Well, at least after Justice League came out, like they had this huge slate of movies, and all of a sudden it was like it no longer existed, and we didn't know <laughs> what movies. Sure. Yeah, we didn't know what movies we were getting. What movies were actually being made? I feel like there were some that were in production and then not in production. And then some that they were like, no, we're not going to ever do that. And then they're like, fuck it. Let's just give it a shot. Like with the Joker movie that's coming out. It's like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, reality, I really we didn't talked, think that would happen. We talked about the Joker movie when we first heard about it. That feels like forever ago. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And because, like, it just, like it just started. Like now they're like finally working on it. That, that is crazy. And we're going to get back to that too. Um. So a couple, couple, couple things that kind of came along with this. We got, we got to see more Black Manta. So in the first trailer, it was just kind of like a quick shot, shot of him. Yeah. yeah, but we got to see a little bit more of him, more action. He's got the knife in his in his gauntlet, which is pretty cool. I don't know. I he looks pretty, pretty, pretty solid to me. And the fact that they kept He's him with so like a circular. He is, but that's great because that's how he is. Like they he's didn't that circular. Dude, he's pretty fucking I feel like circular. he's too circular. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. Like, and I also feel like his his uh his goons, I don't know what they call them. They look ridiculous. They do look ridiculous. And he also looks ridiculous, but it's great that he looks ridiculous <laughs> because they're keeping it comic accurate. They could have, you know, sleeked him up and 
made them more angular and fucking sharp corners Just a little and bit shit. More oval. But like they're like perfect he's, circles. He's he's round <laughs> and he's got the big ass red eyes with the laser beams. It's great. It's all just I just think I think it's great. I'm I'm glad they did it. They kept them black, which is also great. <laughs> Didn't change them. They just said, you know what? Here's Black Manta. Let's just fucking translate it to the screen as best as we can and stay as close as possible as we can to the to Black Manta in the comic books. And I think they did it. So I was pretty happy with that. Uh, it also seems like, so we, we got more shots of like this big, <sighs> this big underwater like CGI battle. <laughs> I mean, they have to have it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it makes sense, I guess. Because, like, I'm excited to see what the underwater scenes are going to be like. Because we haven't seen anything like that before. But I don't know, man. Like, do we want another fucking, like... Steppenwolf incident? Yeah. Like, just another big... Smoke and lasers, like CGI third act battle, where it's just like, I don't know. Just just thinking about it makes me exhausted. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't. I don't. I can't see them getting around it, right? I don't think they're gonna have. So I I feel like Ocean Master is the main villain, right? And then we yeah. have Black um, Manta's Black kind of, like kind of a side, right? It seems it, it seems as though Ocean Master probably hired Black Manta. That's that's what I would assume. Yeah, too. just to take them out. So we can then probably say that the final battle is going to be Ocean Master versus Aquaman. That fight can't take place anywhere other than underwater. If they go above water for that fight, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Did you see the giant crab thing? Yeah. Yeah. See, it's shit like that that I'm like, yes, that's cool. But how quickly are we going to get tired of seeing sharks and fucking sea dragons well now that i say it like that it sounds pretty dope but like sea dragons <laughs> Honestly, i kind of i want fight each other i want there to be a big war battle going on in the background and then we got a good epic fight between aquaman and yeah i think that's going to be the trick if they can if if they can go from that grand scale to a more grounded battle i think it'll work but there's got to be a balance it can't just be all like and I guess the, the, the other plus side that it has going forward is that these are all like like people, right? Like in, in both Marvel and DC movies, when we have this big CGI third act battle, it's never been people. It's always been like some kind of mindless or some kind of creature that we don't give a shit about, right? Like right. We've had aliens. We've had robots. We've had parademons, like stuff we just like you can kill all those. Like if I was in there, I'd probably try to murder one too. Like I don't, we don't care. Right. But these are like actual Atlanteans. They're like, they're people, right? They're right. Maybe, maybe it'll have more weight and gravity that way versus just, just being like, here's Aquaman versus, you know, a bunch of fucking fish. Do you know, but on the flip side of that, what I'm kind of tired of, and this is, this is going to be tied back later on in this episode. I'm tired of, a battle between two characters that are virtually the same. Yeah, we do get a lot of that. I mean, it seems like almost every superhero movie, it's this character fighting this character. They're pretty much the same thing. It's like, and it's kind of like how everyone starts. 
and, and I'm tired. Yeah, and that's definitely what we're going to get. I mean, they're both, I mean, we, I guess we have a full Atlantean versus a half Atlantean, but in essentially it's, it's the same freaking thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an origin story trope. Like it's, it, it's almost like it's almost a necessity. Like it has to be done that way, but yeah, it is tiring where it's like, all right, here we go again. So can I take, do, can I take a guess at the plot? All right, give it a shot. All right, this is what's going to happen, right? So we got Ocean Master. He's going to be tired of just running the ocean. He's going to try to probably flood the whole world. He's going to hire Black Manta to do some crazy-ass things to make it easier for him. He's going to flood the whole world with the trident. They're going to have to find the true trident. And they're going to use Aquaman because they don't need a king. They need a hero. <laughs> So Aquaman's gonna go and try to stop all that from actually happening. Yeah, that sounds pretty roll accurate. credits. Yeah, that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty accurate. I mean, it seems like they're gonna have a a, a bit of a bit of a, an adventure, bit of a romp in between. Right. It seems like he's gonna have to figure out about the trident, and for some reason, that's in the middle of the Sahara Desert. Yeah, yeah, it does seem like it's gonna be kind of like a have a little like um adventure action adventure vibe kind of to it right where it's like a indiana jones kind of thing where they're searching for this hidden <laughs> treasure this lost treasure and then fucking other shenanigans take place and eventually <laughs> they go back to big fight underwater i don't know man it look honestly it looks very it still looks very promising right i'm still i, I am still excited for this movie I hope that it doesn't have the same flaws that some of these other DC movies have had, but it does look exciting. And I would say the thing that excited me most about this trailer was seeing the the gold and green comic accurate Aquaman <laughs> costume because it fucking works. Like never in life did anybody think, yeah, we can take that costume and make it look good in real life. No one ever thought that ever, but they fucking tried it, and I think it looks great. I agree. Pretty yeah. solid. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> fucking solid. So I like it. They they're going more colorful, um, fucking add more humor. Yeah, it, it seems like it's gonna work. I think it's gonna be we'll the see. the second best DC movie we've had. What behind Wonder the, Woman? Behind Wonder Woman, and this the third fight's better. Because that's where Wonder Woman that's lost true. it all. That so unless, it fell apart. if they really nail out that third fight, it could it could take the gold. Ah, like his costume. <laughs> nice, nice. You think it has a chance to be the so you think it has a chance to be the best DC movie? Yes, because it's not really saying much. <laughs> I mean, we're just being realistic. Yeah, I mean, I I, I say I enjoy the DC movies, but they're not great. Yeah. Uh. So in 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 our last episode, we talked about. We talked about the Joaquin Phoenix picture. Right. right. The next day after we recorded it, the second picture came out with him in the Joker makeup. And then there was that leaked footage. I don't know if it was, I think it was, it was, I'm pretty sure it was purposely leaked. But we saw that footage. Did you see it? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It comes out of the train. Maybe not. I don't remember a train. I remember seeing him in the full getup and like Swain. Oh, okay. What did you think? I don't think it's the Joker getup. You don't think, think it's like the final costume is what you're saying? No. I think that what we're seeing right there 
is the Joker playing a clown before he's the Joker. Yeah, I can see that. So I think yeah, that's like his comedy act, him going out and doing shows, very much like Killing Joke, the comic book, where he was just kind of like a comedian. Same idea, but he's actually dressing up as a clown and going out. And then you think he's, he snaps and he decides to just keep dressing like a clown? Well, so I mean, I think he, s- he snaps. I don't think they're going to change the whole like him falling into the vat of whatever that chemical is. I feel like I should know the name of that chemical, but I definitely don't. I don't think they ever named it. I think it was just some chemical yeah. at the Ace Warehouse. Yeah. Or something like that. He's going to fall in that because his skin gets dyed white. And that, I think that's a big difference between like that picture. Like you can tell that's makeup on his face. Right. Of course. Yeah. So he's not the Joker yet. He's going to get his face dyed. So you think he's going to go, go white. And then maybe you'll add some, you know, lipstick and stuff for the lips and stuff by that. So you that. think they're going to go the route of he falls into the vat of acid yeah, or Yeah, I don't think you can do it. I think that's like the one thing that's been consistent with the Joker is he falls in that vat. Yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker didn't do that. You don't know. Well, we know his skin's not dye white. Do we? Yeah. When did we see him put, uh, I guess he does have makeup on. Yeah, you don't you don't remember the scene where he didn't have the makeup on? I do now. I yeah. wasn't thinking about that before. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. He still could have fallen it and just didn't dye his skin. I mean, that's true, but I don't know. Have anyway. you seen <laughs> Have you seen the picture of like uh, Heath Ledger's Joker and then the new Joaquin Phoenix next to each other? And it's like when you're playing a video game and you select the same character. <laughs> No, I haven't seen that. It's so great. I have, man. For our listeners, look it up. It's pretty damn funny. Because you know how, like, when doing a fighting game and they just, like, change the colors? Yeah, it changes the (laughs) color scheme. That is funny. That's nice. I don't know. Yeah, so Joker movie, villain movie, Venom. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, so we had that episode before where we talked about can villain movies happen, which I guess this is considered an anti-hero movie but still it's close enough so yeah. now we've before a long time ago we talked about the venom and the joker movie at the same time we now did. we finally have the venom movie it is here it's here and we're actually getting this joker movie and we're getting so the joker real movie. yep so full circle baby we're back <laughs> talking about this venom movie all right you, you, let's let's just get into this here we go so my opinion it was all right it wasn't it wasn't the shit show that I thought it was going to be and that all the critics claimed it was, but it was by no means a good movie. I thought the first 30 minutes, garbage. Terrible, boring, I didn't give a fuck. But overall, there were some enjoyable moments. That's my general analysis of it. Where you at? I think we're on the same page with this. Okay. I mean, my, so we saw this one together. My exact words was, I thought it was going to be crap. It was slightly better than I thought it would be. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, and it, it's frustrating because I do feel like it had potential. potential. Um, and it just, I can't. It just fell short. Yeah, I just, and it, it's hard to be like, you know what, this was the problem with this movie. Like, I can't even quite name it. I agree the first act or whatever, you, the first, I don't know. 
hour of that movie? Like, yeah. how long was that? Was I'm, I'm sure it was like 30-ish minutes. So you say you can't name the problem. I can name the problems. Here, so here, here we go, right? Number one, yeah, like the first 30 minutes, just it was just boring. It was just boring as fuck. Like, Let me say this, though. I do get that you had to take Eddie Brock and you had to knock him down, right? Like he had to be in a negative place because that's that's true to the comic book, right? Yeah. Eddie Brock true. became Venom. He like, I can't remember if he lost his girl. I feel like he did, but he lost his job at the Daily Bugle. Right. Which had to do with like the whole hatred for Peter Parker. So the same kind of thing. Like he went, he lost his job. He lost his girl. You had to build the character down. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So here's how the, the, the movie plays out where Eddie Brock is a reporter, right? True to comics. He He's a good reporter, which is, yeah, fairly true, right? He's, like, in this movie, they made him, like, a star. He's, like, the star reporter. He gets the scoop all the time. He's not afraid to go there kind of guy, right? He has his own show and shit. Right. I don't ever remember that happening in comic books, but whatever. It, it's okay. You can take small liberties like that. That's yeah. not a big deal, right? And then just... I felt like, okay. So then he, he, he makes a mistake. He loses his fiance. He falls down into a place where he loses it. He loses his job. He he goes into like this depression and then boom, symbiotes happen. And he happens to be a perfect match for the venom symbiote. And here we go. Right. Yeah. So like I said, first, like the first 30 minutes of this movie, I'm just like, where the fuck is venom? Like, why are we still? You actually said that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I literally looked over and was like, where the fuck is Venom? Like, like can we get to this already? Because I don't know what's going on. I don't really care. Here was the problems. Number one, I didn't care about Eddie Brock as a character at all. Like, I, I, I didn't give a shit. Like, I really didn't. When he lost his job, it's like, all right, people I mean, he really jobs. did do that to himself. He did it to himself. It was so stupid. Yeah. Then, uh, him and Michelle Williams... Which was the woman who played his fiance? I can't remember Annie? her name in the movie. Is it Annie? Yeah. Their chemistry was, was like Annie. Are you okay? <laughs> Their chemistry was terrible. At no point did I ever feel like they were in love with each other. So when like she decided to leave him, a I was like, well, you did that shit to yourself, homie, because she told you not to. Like you went through her computer. And saw that, and you basically just exposed her. So right, you, you, you made put her that, lose her job. Yeah, you kind of put that on yourself. And then she's just like, "I don't want to marry you. Here's your ring back." And I'm just like, "Well, the day could be worse, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just I didn't care because their relationship to me never came off as like real. So it's like when it ended, I was just like, "All right." So do you think you needed to see more of their relationship? Yeah. Or just better because the dialogue between them two was just just garbage, and that was another th- problem with this movie. The dialogue I just felt like was so clunky and just unrealistic. Like it didn't sound like real life conversations. It just it was just so bad, <laughs> so so bad. So yeah, I didn't care about Eddie Brock as a character. I just didn't. I, I didn't care about any of these characters. Like because the whole thing with this movie was, and we talked about this is that you're making a movie about an anti-hero, right? Which has been done before, right? We got Deadpool, we got Logan, and it's been done well. But Venom's a different story. He's he's different. Because A, the whole idea was, how are you going to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man? Which, I mean, they did it. They did it, right? <laughs> 
But fucking... And then B, it's like, if you're going to make a, a movie about an anti-hero or even at times a villain, right? And that's how they marketed it. Like he was more of a villain than anything else. And the villain is going to be the protagonist and you're going to have an antagonist. How do you make us care about that villain as a protagonist? I didn't. I didn't give a fuck about him. Like, I didn't really care. It's So I feel like that's where the movie fell short. It's a good point. I mean, I agree with you. I feel like they, I did feel like they kind of strayed away from your villain and they were trying to go really hardcore anti-hero for him. But they, there was no like, I relate to this character at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's, that's something we've talked about in the past. That's what makes a good, you know, a villain for one is like when you kind of can see their side and I agree. Like I sat in this movie and like, I, I don't care about any of these characters. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. Um, let's see what else we got. So when I did start to enjoy the movie was when Venom did show up, right? Like Venom came and I'm like, yes, here we go. Let's do some Venom ass things. Man. And you know what? Like the scenes with Venom in it, I thought were pretty good, especially considering that I thought they were going to be shit. Right. Like, so I thought they were pretty good. The action scenes I thought were pretty good. The scene where Venom's taking down that SWAT team in that building. I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm like, this is pretty solid action, right? We got to see Venom do some real Venom things. He's like jumping around. He's slinging people. He's like eight feet tall. He's just just throwing everybody around. I'm like, this is great. This is fantastic. Also, the only good dialogue in the movie was the dialogue between Eddie Brock and Venom when he's in his head. Which Tom Hardy is playing both. So Tom Hardy had all the good dialogue. <laughs> pretty much. Tom Hardy had all the good dialogue in the movie. So when he's talking to himself as Venom, I'm like, yeah, they're, they're back and forth. It was great. The comedy was good. You know, I, I love the scene where, like, he fucking launches him up the building. And then he tells him to jump back out the window. And we see him press the elevator button. And he's like, you pussy. And I'm like, yeah. ah, that's... <laughs> That's funny. I laughed. I legitimately laughed out loud at that. I thought it was funny. But yeah, like I said, the dialogue between him and everybody else was just like so stupid. And, and I mean, Venom didn't even have like that great of lines. You already know my least favorite line in the movie. <laughs> the fucking armless, legless, faceless turd in the wind. I'm just like, why? Like, who wrote that? Who wrote it? Not only who wrote it, but who okayed that shit? Who decided? I feel like the this turd was the, the over the top. Like if we didn't add turd to it, that line probably would have been okay. It would have been, yeah, it would have been okay. But yeah, like why turd in the wind? First of all, how often are turds in the wind? Yeah. And if there is a turd, is it really being blown by the wind? Do you think <laughs> a turd would roll down? There's so many unanswered questions. So many things that don't make sense. It's just, it's such a terrible line. Who okayed that? Who sat in that room at the fucking movie table, the writer's table, and was like, yes, that's it. Make sure that's in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. Because they should, they deserve to have their head banged on the table. Because it was terrible. <laughs> I hated that line so much. Even when I saw it in the trailer, I'm just like, first I was just like, that's a really weird thing to say. And I mean, I 
I guess it's a venomy thing to say. Is it though? Is it? I, I don't yeah, know if it I is. Know. It's just, <sighs> yeah, I don't. So stupid. So dumb of a line. I don't know. What do you got? I. Uh, can I do my stupid moments? Uh, maybe not yet. So we got a couple other things we can go through. Um, so we had the villain, right? Vin- villain. The villain, which was not Venom, technically. It was the scientist guy. I, see, and that's the other thing. I'm great at names, but I don't remember anybody's name from this movie. <laughs> like, I don't all. remember his name either, to be honest at with you. At all. Got I don't Venom and Evil Venom. That's all. It, I know, okay, it was Riot. I know that. But Riot was the symbiote that took over... For that scientist. The rocket man, right? <laughs> Again, I didn't care about this dude. He was such a copy and paste villain to me, like the big corrupt corporate hotshot who has the money, doesn't care about human life. He does the whole like God has left us, I won't thing, implying that he's as great as God. It's like, what? Who do you think you are? Yeah, you know, overall, I didn't, there's, there's, I can literally, I can't think of one thing I liked about this villain. I thought he was silly the whole way through. He, um, for one, I don't know, maybe I'm just being rude, but he looked like a, like a child. <laughs> like I was sitting here, I was like, man, I, I don't even feel like I can take you seriously. Yeah. He, yeah. You mean like an appearance wise? An appearance. Like he just looked yeah. young. He just, he just looked young. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like I believe like this dude right here is running this whole company. Yeah, I get that. Um, He's over here, and then he's just, like, willingly killing people, and then it's like, you're being ridiculous, too. Like, there's no way, no matter how corrupt or rich you are, that, like, you would be able to accomplish this. Like, you and all your workers felt like, yeah, this is okay for us to do. Like, really? Just, you're murdering people. All those people, only the one scientist had, like, some morals, was like, you know what? This is a horrible thing we're doing to people. All the other guys like, yeah, that's just... I just throw them in and let this alien attach themselves. We tested on animals for about all oh, five minutes. I feel pretty good about it. I mean, yeah. most of the animals died, but this one bunny did okay. <laughs> one bunny lived. Let's start doing it on humans <laughs> now. Yeah, he was He was a shit villain and a shit person, obviously. Yeah. He was a real, real bad guy. And, like, it, they set it up so, like, predictably. Like, I mean, we knew from the trailer that he was going to eventually have his own, like, symbiote or symbiote, whatever you want to call it. Um, but even if we did, even if I had never seen that trailer, there's no doubt in my mind that he would eventually have one, right? Right. It would have been cool if he if he was just, like, a human villain, right? Because, like, we often forget this. Like, they, they could be a human villain. Like, we talked about just early in this episode about like Aquaman and how a lot of these movies, especially the origin ones, it's the hero versus a character that's just like the hero. Yeah. That's, that's basically what just my complaints. Like that's what it was. It was a symbiote versus a symbiote. And it's like, we could have had the human villain and a symbiote villain to kind of balance it out. Right. They didn't have to become the same villain. And then it's like, how, why was he a perfect match? Why all of a sudden, I don't know. It, Anyway, so stupid. Um, so, yeah, the villain, whatever. He was garbage. Um, yeah, the Venom <laughs> actions, the action scenes, like I said, I like the action scenes. I thought the action scenes were good. I 
I wanted to see him like swing from stuff like Spider-Man, but then I had to realize, yeah. well, he wasn't ever attached to Spider-Man, which leads he me to- He still could have done it, but whatever. Yeah. So- You could have jumped from building to building a little more, not just run up- One building. One building. Yeah, no, that's true. Do you think this origin story worked without Spider-Man? Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I like, I feel like they definitely went as close as possible to doing this origin story as they can with not having Spider-Man in the movie. Like there's this difference. I mean, there's similarities, right? Like Venom did come with a, from a planet filled with other uh, symbiotes, right? He did get taken from a rocket from an asteroid, and crash landed on Earth. I mean, that's all true. I mean, they even had uh, Jameson was the name of the pilot, which it's true. It's Jay Jameson's son, which is you know the I want to say the Daily Planet, but that's not the right. Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle. Yeah. It's the Daily Bugle's you know main guy. Get me pictures, son. Like all that stuff. Like they had that little Easter egg. Like, it was all true to his origin, right? The only thing we didn't get is we didn't get the suit to go onto Spider-Man, like Spider-Man first. Right. Um, do the whole, like, ah, uh, the suit's bad for me. Let me get it off. Oh, Peter Parker also messed up my life as Eddie Brock. We have this in common. They just did that whole part and got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. I... I was very concerned initially about what they were going to do without Spider-Man, like how the origin story was going to work without him. And yeah, like you said, I mean, they basically almost did it the same, except we had the evil dude using the symbiotes to like test on people. It's just right. like, all right. I mean, okay. Um, yeah, dude, did I you know that Deadpool wore the suit first? I did know that. Yeah. yeah, I did know that. I don't know the details of that, but I do know that. Which is I was reading a little bit on it. Crazy like Deadpool, to think like, about. Like, it was like before the suit was even on Earth, but like Deadpool like freed it because I guess Venom um, liked protecting his host, and so he can continue to use the same host. Where like his whole race was like not about that. Like they wanted to, how everybody else was, use up the host and like let them die and then just find a new one. So he was like locked up on his planet and somehow I don't know how Deadpool ends up there, but he's there and he frees him and he wears the suit for a little while before he's like, this is even a little bit too violent for me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You get there. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. I was like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, so I didn't know that, but I didn't know, like, all those details. And I guess I should, right? Since I'm the fucking Marvel actor <laughs> over here. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned Deadpool. So Deadpool is another movie that we had, like, this anti-hero kind of thing. And Deadpool, both one and two, worked. They worked very well, actually. Um, you know, some people argue that two's not as good or it kind of fell short, which I think it was comparable to the first one. Right. But here's one of the one, another big flaw I feel like this movie suffered from. It wasn't R rated and not just in the sense of like it should have been R rated just so that, 
you know, just because, you know, Deadpool was R-rated and Logan was R-rated. Like, no, don't just make it R-rated to make it R-rated. But this movie, out of all, definitely could have benefited from an R rating, right? We literally had scenes where Venom bit people's heads off, but we didn't see it. Like, it could have made the movie better. It, yeah. It, like, if there was going to be a character, if there was a list of characters that you were going to make live action and that should have an R rating, Venom's close to the top of that list. Right. I mean, like, right below, like, Deadpool and Wolverine, like, he's right there. <laughs> like, it's literally almost that order, right? It's like, make him R-rated. It makes no sense not to. Venom has no apprehension of killing people, of biting people's heads off, legs off, eating pancreases, all that stuff. Let's fucking see it. Like, <laughs> make it happen. I, I don't understand why it wasn't R-rated. I think it definitely could have helped this movie if it was R-rated. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think that's actually one of my biggest complaints about the movie is the fact that it wasn't R-rated. So, like, some of the scenes that we saw, I was like, we didn't really see it. Like, we kind of saw him bite heads off, but we didn't really see him bite heads off. It's like it cut away. Yeah, we just like, know that's what he just did. We bite a head off, and then we see, like, no blood splatter, no nothing. Number one, we don't even know where the head goes. Like, I don't know if he swallows the, the person's head yeah, or, like, what. And then we just see, like, a shadowy figure, and we saw see him toss a body, and then that's it. Right. Yeah, like, so it definitely needed to be. I think that's that's one of the biggest issues. It just needed to be R-rated so they can show all those things. Yeah. They definitely could have. I don't I I really don't understand why they didn't. And leading up to this movie like there was a bunch of back and forth of like will it be R-rated? Will it won't be? Because when the first trailer came out, it was unrated. Like they hadn't rated it yet. And part of me feels like they were, they started out on the route of making it R-rated, and then somebody at the last minute just pulled it back and was just like, no, let's make it PG-13. I'm hoping that maybe we get like an R-rated like director's cut when it comes out on Blu-ray or something so we can see those scenes. If there were any of those scenes, that'd be great. Yeah, Maybe it could make the movie better, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. This movie is just... <laughs> it's just Ugh, so uh, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, you got anything else about the movie? The, no. The 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 boss battle, the boss battle, the big villain fight. I thought was okay. Meh. Yeah, it was. I kind of, and you know what? And uh, so this is something I didn't know. I knew the sound thing for a weakness. I didn't know fire is a weakness. Yeah, when, I didn't either. But I don't, and I don't know if that's something they added because I don't remember that ever really being in the comics that I read or the cartoons that I read. But I don't know, fire's kind of more violent than sound, so maybe it was true, and I shouldn't have the violent things. But um, as soon as they said that, though, I was like, man, I just know that in the final battle, he's gonna die from the fire. Fire's gonna be yeah. the thing that takes him out. <laughs> Very predictable. Oh. Yeah, and the the big CGI fight between them, I'm just like, and I don't know if it was the movie screen that we were watching it on, but like, I had a hard time making out some of it. Yeah, definitely. At, at some point, I was like, I'm not sure who's who. Yeah, it just kind of looked like a mess. I was just kind of yeah. like, what? What's even happening right now? It's just, man, it was. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so movie's over. 
we got two post credit scenes. So we got one, well, a mid credit scene, and then we have like the end credit scene. Where so we're gonna start off with the mid credit scene because that actually has to do with the movie, and it's Carnage. It's kind of like a duh kind of thing. Like, yeah, he wasn't in the whole movie. We knew Carnage was gonna show up at some point. If you're gonna make, I mean, a I was movie, sitting here like hoping. I was like, give me something for Carnage. Had to, right? It would make it like if you're gonna make a movie about Venom and not include Spider Man. You know who you absolutely have to include fucking carnage it would be insane not to like why would so we we see the scene um so for people who don't know we we've been talking about venom this whole time so venom again is kind of like an anti-hero when he does have his hero moments usually his villain or like antagonist is carnage carnage is um, an offspring of Venom who takes over a host. Like, so it's another symbiote that takes over a host. It's arguably stronger than Venom. But the trick about this is that, so Venom, as we can, as you can see in the movie and from the comic books, like he, he's a killer, right? They, he likes to eat people, all that kind of stuff, but he's not like all bad. And neither is Eddie Brock. Like he's not a hundred percent like evil, Carnage, though, is on the inside, under the symbiote, is a fucking serial killer. Like, literally a serial killer. Yeah. So, you give a serial killer the powers of the symbiote, now you have a killer where nobody really has the power to stop him. So, it's, as the name implies, it's it's Carnage, right? It's, right. Ah, oh my God. <laughs> um, so, we see... What is his name? I can't remember his name, but he's got weird red hair, and that's it's always a been a Woody. Part of him. Well, Woody Harrelson yes. is the person who's going to be playing him, which I was surprised by that choice. I mean, I guess it works. I can I see know. it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, I a, it's it. a weird choice, but honestly, that, I could see him doing that it. That red wig looked real weird on him, though. It's because he used to be him being bald. I am, and I was not a fan. <laughs> Of that red wig, red wig, it looked real weird. That's really hard to say, actually. Real weird. Um, <laughs> was not a fan, but I mean, it makes sense because he normally has like red curly hair in the comic books, like that. So yeah, like that. but no, Cletus Cassidy, I think is his name. Man, I do not remember. I think that's that his sounds name. good. Let's go with that. <laughs> Man, now I gotta look this up. But anyway, talk talk about Carnage. What do you think about the post credit scene? You excited to see Carnage? Or I'm excited to see Carnage. Right? I think a Carnage and Venom movie could be extremely entertaining. The only thing I wouldn't want is like another fight of two of the same characters fighting against each other, which could definitely be what it ends up being. Um, sure. and I'm, I'm a little conflicted cause I do like carnage and I would like to see them fight, but like, I don't want to see that. Like I'm, I'm definitely back and forth with that. Yeah. It is Cletus Cassidy. I was right. Ooh, pretty solid. It's you. I know my shit, man. Or at least <laughs> I like to think I do. Yeah. It, it, so it probably will just, so here's my thing. If they, if they're able to make a sequel to this movie and if they're going to have carnage in it, a couple things needs to happen in order to make it better than this one number one fucking make it r-rated just (laughs) just do it like you can't have a movie about a serial killer and make it pg-13 it's just 
it's not gonna work just make it r-rated what's the big deal it's okay sony you gave up spider-man that was your draw for children children don't care to see a venom movie in fact i guarantee you most of the people that's gonna see this movie are adults anyway so like this whole i don't know what they're going for but just fucking focus on making it a good movie <laughs> like stop worrying about like what audience you're gonna draw in just make it a good movie and that shit's gonna come along with it like just right. let's do that first so you should definitely make it r-rated if there's gonna be carnage in it right number two is and there might have been like earlier on there might have been some like rumors or like speculations about this um that venom might like have like a horror movie kind of vibe which would have made sense but if if you're not gonna do it with this it it turned out to be more of i don't know to me more of like just like a regular comic book movie right you had your you had your one line quips you had your funny moments you had your big cgi battle just just a standard yeah action comic book movie you can make the if you're gonna have carnage in it and he's a serial killer i think a horror aspect to it would be great Let's have some some jump scares. Let's have some some moments where we're like, oh shit, like this is scary. Like who's gonna die? Some kinda. characters run for their life. Yeah, like let's have that. Like he's a serial killer. Let's make that happen. And then maybe, maybe as a result, if we if we're terrified of Carnage and we hate him so much because he is a serial killer. You don't really have to like focus so much on us loving Venom as a character. We'll root for him simply because he's trying to stop Carnage, right? This this sounds like the making of a good movie. I don't know. I think so cuz this one was just real yeah. Just sort of okay. Yeah. Hey, it's still better than Suicide Squad. I guess, man. <laughs> this, this one's just really kind of wore me out. But whatever. Um, yeah. You think there should be a sequel? If they can do it better, yes. Do you think they can do it better? I mean, the movie you just described sounds like a great movie. I Sony fucking that. listen. Yeah. I'm here. Just let me know. I'll write this. Sh- well, no, I won't write it for you. I'll give you the general overview. Spiel. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just, you, you pin that shit in. Make it happen. All right. So in, in credit. Well, yeah, Which, let me do my silly moments because now we're right. going to switch gears. Okay. So Sean's stupid moments. Sean's stupid moments. A lot of them we talked about already, so I'll just brush through them. But the, okay. how long it took Eddie Brock to become Venom, stupid. Stupid. Um, why? Did, so what's our villain's name again? The symbiote? Riot. Right. Why did it take six months for Riot to get to San Francisco? That was... <laughs> I forgot about that random ass time jump. I mean, I get it oh if he was like gosh. literally walking. And I at first I was like, maybe, you know, he's stupid. He's an alien. He just, he doesn't know about airplanes yet. Yeah. So he's just walking. But that whole theory is debunked as soon as we saw Venom on Eddie Brock. Because Venom is like, yeah, I can see everything in your mind. So that very first person who was an astronaut that he attached to clearly knows yeah, about airplanes. He should have known about everything at that point. Yeah. So why was he just walking and taking forever? Six months? Yeah, that is pretty stupid. Stupid moment. Um, 
I was going to talk about it not being R-rated. And so that's my disappointment with the fight scenes. I thought it was stupid that some of the very violent things that Venom would be doing, we didn't actually get to see. We just know that it happened. Yeah. Right. I mean, even the the one fight scene where they're like throwing grenades and stuff, everything. I mean, Venom's like in smoke for huge chunks of it and he's jumping around and we kind of see it from the distance. And I feel like if there wasn't R-rated, we would get to see those scenes. Um, my next stupid moment is why wasn't there more police involvement through that whole movie? I mean, there's a monster running through San Francisco and there's all these random ass guys with guns just driving all crazy type through the city chasing them. And also, wasn't he a fucking famous reporter? He was. Eddie that, Brock? Was a, yeah, it was a rhetorical question. He was a yeah. fucking famous reporter. And he turned from Eddie Brock into Venom right in front of all those guys. Yeah. I'm That's pretty a- sure he didn't kill those guys. Nobody went back and was like, "Hey, man, that do you remember that, that guy that used that, to be on the news is crazy." All the fucking time, yeah, he's it's <laughs> him. He's, he's got a parasite. Yeah, <laughs> he's sick as shit. No one said anything. How was he able to run around for as long as he was without nobody saying anything about him? Yeah, because we Stupid we jump for what another fucking after the events. What did we jump for? Another six months or something like that? I don't know. Was there another time jump? I don't think there was another time jump. Okay. Either way, he should have been locked up. Why 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 they let him enter a prison without putting <laughs> him in prison themselves is beyond me because he should have been in prison. Yeah. Anyway, continue your stupid moments because there's a lot of them. <laughs> um this is one of my biggest ones, right? Venom's attached to Eddie Brock. Venom's explaining his whole purpose, right? Like I'm here. I'm a scout, essentially. We're bringing my whole kind. We're going to take over. We're going to feast. We're going to eat on the whole earth. The go, MR machine, MRI machine, turn it on. He's able to detach himself. Venom attaches to Annie. Goes back. I'm skipping scenes. Gets back on Andy Brock. What happened to, during that time frame to change Venom's motivation? He's like sitting there. That's true. He is like, he's like, yeah, we got to stop him. He's like, oh, you know, why? What made you change your mind? You did, Eddie. What changed? <laughs> Eddie didn't do anything. <laughs> Literally, the only thing he did in this time frame is he was like, yeah, this is a story people need to know because people are dying. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave these pictures for my boss and not jump out of the window. Venom's like, man, you've spoke to me. <laughs> my whole purpose in life, I'm changing it changing right it. now. Yeah. Such a dumb movie. I literally, like, I was sitting there, like, my first thought, I was like, what do you mean he's changing his mind? Like, what happened? You convinced me, Eddie. Eddie didn't do anything. I guess he liked him. I don't know. He saw deep inside of his heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about everything else that I was thought was stupid in the movie, but that was, that last one's my big one, because it makes no, yeah, no sense. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even put it in my notes. Because in my mind, I was already exhausted about thinking about podcasting about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, oh, gee. Yeah, I was I was worried about this one because I'm just like, <laughs> it was bad. I like some of it, but mostly it was bad. I don't really have anything else to say about it. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, 
and I feel like it had potential to be even more funny than it was. Yeah. But there was just there was just something missing, something weren't doing right, and maybe it's right the dialogue was, you're talking what about. What was it missing was been. that the only person that was funny in the movie was fucking Tom Hardy. Everybody else was garbage. Terrible. Yeah. And one person in that movie that was memorable. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. Except for Venom. Yeah. Other than that, everybody else was trash. Anyway. In end credit scenes. What I'm way more excited about than this movie, which I know you don't share my enthusiasm, that's okay, but <laughs> way more excited about it than I was for this movie. We get the, the little comic book um, fucking layout and text that says, meanwhile, in another universe, dot, 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 whew, Spider-Man into the spider, Spider-Verse clip, pretty solid. That was my most enjoyable part of the whole movie. <laughs> I know it is. You know what? I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to be a good movie. It's just not exciting me because I don't feel like it's going to even be in my top five animated movies. Yeah, I, I don't think that's fair. Like, I mean, I get it that. It also seems like it's, and you know, it's kind of cool. It seems like it's like a, like a Pixar kind of spin on a superhero movie to me. Because it doesn't seem like it's a very, like, serious, I mean, the whole scene with the train and bouncing into people and getting the snowman head stuck on Peter Parker's face and then dragging across the, like, train. Like, it's definitely got, like, a Pixar Disney movie kind of vibe to Spider-Man, which is kind of cool to see. It's just not something that's, like, making me sit on the edge of my seat, like, oh, this movie's going to be awesome. The things we're going to see are going to be so cool in it. Yeah, I get that. I think what makes me most excited for this movie is that we've seen Sony take five tries at a Spider-Man live action movie, right? Then we just saw this. Three? Five? Five. We had the original three with Tobey Maguire, then the two with Andrew Garfield. I was counting Spider-Man. That's my bad. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the movies. Right. So five tries at a Spider-Man movie, live action, right? Um, then we just saw this nonsense of a film, right? This Venom <laughs> movie. And it's just like, this one actually, like, A, I like the fact that they just said, fuck it, we'll just do something different. Like, we, we gave regular Peter Parker Spider-Man over to Marvel. We're not going to make another live-action Spider-Man I mean, but, movie. So Homecoming is still a Sony movie. It is, technically. There's some kind of deal they worked out, which is fine. But they still want to have like their own separate project, which is okay. But like, I think this is a good change, right? They're like, A, we're going to make it animated. We're going to do something different. B, we're not going to make Peter Parker the main character. We're going to make Miles Morales the main character, which people have been wanting ever since, even when, when Marvel and Sony announced this deal that there's going to be a Spider-Man in the MCU People were wanting Miles Morales to be that Spider-Man. So it's cool that, yeah, it's an animated form and it's not live action, but that's okay. We're still getting Miles Morales. Like, that's, I think that's cool. And then the fact that they're, you know what, let's make it a little more ambitious. Let's not just make it an origin story about Miles Morales. Let's make it a whole Spider-Verse movie. And they're introducing, they're taking risks this time that I think are going to pay off, right? Versus just being like, like the risk they've taken... This Venom risk, I don't think it's going to pay off. 
when they were decided like, hey, we're going to try to make a Sinister Six movie, didn't pay off, right? But this one, it's like, we're going to do Miles Morales. We're going to do that differently. And then you know what? Fuck it. Let's throw in Peter Parker. Let's throw in Spider-Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Let's fucking throw in Spider-Ham, the pig that was Spider-Man. Fuck it. Let's get it I like it a that shot. either. Why is he drawn differently? What do you mean, why is he drawn differently? He's drawn like he's more of a cartoon. Is he? They are, they look all, at it again. They, each one of them have a little bit of a different style. But uh, that also. But it's completely different it for Spider Ham. But it makes sense, though, because they're all from different universes. Still. <laughs> I don't mind. That's it. The, I think it's going to be a good movie. It's nothing going to be like. It's not going to be amazing. It's not going to be my favorite animated movies. I don't think it's going to live up to live action. I am excited for Miles Morales. I wish they did it in live action, though. Me too. I, I mean, agree. honestly, at this point, if but they wanted to have this separate it. universe, they could have did Miles Morales in this universe and not worry about Peter Parker being in the MCU. They could have. Um, it probably would have worked, worked out great. It might have. could have yeah. had both. Well, hopefully this movie will make people be like, hey, you know what? He is a really cool character. Let's get him in live action. And it's not like it's not impossible. See, or that it might not happen. I don't happen. think this movie's going to be able to have this that effect because I don't think anybody that's an adult except for like really hardcore Spider-Man fans like ourselves are going to go see it. We're not going to get all those a lot of adults that random take people. Yeah, I mean, so the parents taking their kids. But we're not going to get... like The dude next to me, um, when we went to see Venom, was a diehard Venom fan. He was here to see Venom. I don't feel like we're going to get this guy to come see that movie. No? No. If he's a diehard Venom fan, that means he likes Spider-Man. Why? But not... So I guess, yeah, I meant to say the opposite. I guess the non-diehard comic book fans that still go see superhero movies just because, you know, it's trendy and it's in, they're not going to feel the same, like, to compelled to go see this movie. I get that. Are there... mm, so it's coming out on. It's going to be in theaters on Christmas Day, right. which could work very well or could not work very well. Right? I think it could work very well because it could help with the issue you're talking about, in the sense of like, you know, adults that aren't comic book fans probably won't go to see this movie. Well, if it's a Christmas Day movie ideally that's a family movie trip that's not like a yeah it's not like just a go to the movies kind of day it's like right. we're taking the family the family's going to see this movie and if it just so happens to be a family with kids in it then you might get the whole family in there to see the movie and they might all enjoy it and be like this is cool why haven't we seen this spider-man in the avengers like what's going on yeah yeah but you could have the opposite happen. That's true. You absolutely like. I know my family, and we never go see movies on Christmas. No, I've, I don't think I've ever gone to see a movie on Christmas Day. Yeah, I, I never understood why the movies is even open on Christmas Day. But that's poor workers. Yeah, that that sucks. It's but that's just me. like that's. I feel like that's one of the only places that's open on Christmas Day. Yeah. Other than like McDonald's, which is also. I mean, some McDonald's don't even open. I I open Denny's, and movie theaters. Crazy, right? Yep. But hey, I don't know. Anyway, the clip got me excited. I thought it looked great. I'm still liking it. Do you know who that villain is? The Prowler. You don't know about Miles Morales? I don't know about Miles Morales, but I haven't really read any of his comics. Okay, so... Is that his main villain? 
Yes, and it's also his uncle. Oh, so it's uh why can't I think of his name? Childus Gambino. Donald Glover. Yes. Yeah. So that's who he is. Correct. That's him. Because in the comic books, what happens is that the Prowler is a villain. He's also Miles Morales' uncle. He's he's a thief. That's what he is. He's just he's yeah, he's just a thief, right? Um He seems like he's gonna be more than that in this movie. Probably, yeah. He seems like he's a little bit more enhanced. Uh, but normally he's he's still something and there's a radioactive spider like in his bag. Miles Morales goes through his bag, gets bit by that radioactive spider. So it's it's ironic in that way where it's like his uncle who becomes his villain eventually also created this new Spider Man. Yeah. So that's probably why he's gonna play a big role in this movie, I would assume. But yeah, that's who Donald Glover was in Spider Man Homecoming, which is also like, okay, we've gotten a hint and he says he there's a, a line in the movie where he says, "Yeah, my my nephew lives in this neighborhood. I don't want those guns in my neighborhood." So clearly, he's referencing Miles Morales, right? right. So that's exciting because we might actually get him. And like I said, this movie could be that push. Like, hey, it worked. Like people like him. Put him on the fucking screen. Let's cast him. Let's make it happen. But usually, it's not until Peter Parker's a little older that he comes along. So I don't know, man. I feel like that's gonna Sorry, be a. Um, what phase are we in? Are we in phase four? No, we're at the end of phase three. After this gonna last be like, Avengers, it'll be phase four, I'm pretty sure. It's going to be like end of phase five, we'll get them. I think it could be sooner than that. Maybe. Who knows? Hopefully it'll be sooner. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, into the Spider-Verse. We'll definitely see it. I'll definitely see it. I'll see it. I'm not going to see it on Christmas, but I'll see yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know if I'll see it on Christmas I'm also either. not going to midnight release that because Christmas Eve is just as busy as Christmas Day. That's <laughs> true. But I think it's going to be a good time. We'll be back to talk about that when it comes out. Um, close call. Yeah, this. see again, this movie, it didn't give me much, so our close call is just it's nothing nothing crazy. <laughs> nothing <laughs> don't, crazy don't this week. Don't want to sell the close call. Look. You're like, here, nobody get excited right I've, now. Everybody, you know what? Just, just don't even listen. Just, or just cut us off now. Just cut us off now. There's nothing left to talk about. The movie was shit. It's whatever. Um, okay. So, would we we talked about Miles Morales fitting into the MCU. We talked about all that kind of stuff. Would, would this Venom fit into the MCU? So, um, not to be wishy-washy here, I'm yes with no. And I'm gonna I'm gonna explain both. I think he could fit into the MCU. I think he could be a villain and not even like a big villain, right? Like he could be just like a little side mission that we saw, you know, so and so go and take down. Now that being said, and I, I want to make a point for two. So when it, when the movie started, it said in association or in a, in adjacent. Which word do they use? Do you remember? Association. In association with Marvel, yeah. So I feel like they definitely left it open that like he could be in the MCU. Like that can still happen. Um, and I remember reading an article that it really came down to how well Venom did, as if he was gonna make it in. Yeah, that's that's what it really is. Yeah. Um. So my my side note is, I couldn't see him coming in and then being a Spider-Man villain right now. So I don't know exactly where he would fit. So I can see him in the universe. I don't know if I can see him as a Spider-Man villain. And I also kind of feel, and I want to hear your opinion, I feel like 
the version of Spider-Man that we see right now and the version of Venom that we see right now, I kind of feel like Venom would destroy him. Yeah. I I don't think our Spider-Man right now can handle it. Yeah, because this Spider-Man is still a teenager. Right. Right. Normally, the Spider-Man that takes on Venom is a little older, right? More like college. Yeah, I think it's more college years. Yeah, more college years Peter Parker versus like high school Peter Parker. So, yeah, it's definitely different in that sense. Yeah, you're right. I, I could see him just completely like trying to bite his head off and yeah. maybe being successful at it. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I could see this venom in, in the MCU. It's I think it's I think the humor of this movie matches kinda like the MCU humor humor, which I think they did on purpose, right? Because they see like that that works for the MCU movies. So they needed to do it too. So I think the humor kind of matches, but other than that, it's yeah, I don't, I don't think it will work. It no, not no, at all. You couldn't see him put it in there. No, because number one, like you said, I don't see where he would fit. Obviously, they took away the fact that like Spider Man is his origin, so like it doesn't make sense. I mean, I guess Do you feel if like I they had can't to, backtrack that at all now. Like Venom gets in there, and somehow the symbiote gets onto Peter Parker. See, I was just thinking that. But, like, how would that work? Like, is it, like, Venom is leaving, like, little children everywhere kind of thing? Where it's, like, maybe he did attach himself to a building and there was a little piece of him left on the building. And maybe Spider-Man, like, was swinging along and got stuck in it. And then all of a sudden, he this, vent, this, this symbiote, like, attached to him and, like, kind of grew from him. And I'm just talking my way through this, I guess. I don't see it happening that way. Oh, okay. Well, I see it more like uh, somehow some high frequency makes Venom fall off of Eddie Brock and maybe Peter Parker's there fighting him and touches it and the suit gets onto him and then the suit sees the power of Spider-Man and wants to stay on him. Hmm. Yeah. Doing reverse, have it be a bell tower and yeah, the reverse of his actual yeah. how I, I worked. I was just thinking to myself, like, that's the opposite way of how it happened. But see, my the the problem with that would be he already said that he likes Eddie Brock. Yeah, so why he would he... He hasn't tasted Spider-Man yet. That's true. But he likes Eddie. Like, because Spider-Man would fight him. Because Venom didn't really make himself known to Spider-Man when he attached to him. Spider-Man just kind of realized that, like, this power is corrupting me. I need to get it off. Versus, like, Venom, like, talks to Eddie Brock. I mean, it's not that they couldn't write it that way. Instead of it being, man, I can't think of the AI in Spider-Man's suit. What did he name her? Karen. Karen. Instead of being Karen, it's Venom. And he's Spider-Man's, man, I can jump way farther, and I don't need webs anymore, and this suit is super powerful. So Venom disguise his voice as a no. I'm not saying woman? that. I'm saying it's gonna be just like that. Like he's oh. used to talking to somebody in the oh, suit already. So saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it'll work, man. <laughs> Venom's like, hi, I'm Karen. Yeah, I'm uh, Karen. <laughs> okay. I mean, his voice wouldn't change. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> let's go bite off some faces. What'd you say? Armless, I mean, let's go save these people. Faceless turds in the wind. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, I I don't see it working. I don't I don't think he would. I, it's garbage. Nah. Yeah. 
That's how I feel. So, I mean, usually we're done here, but I'm going to ask you one more question. All right, let's go for it. So, does has this given you any faith in Jared Leto playing what the vampire? I can't think of his name. You know how they're planning to do the vampire Spider-Man villain with Jared Leto? You're giving me this look like you don't know what I'm what? talking about. What? Yeah, what? I got to look up the name. Hold on. What the fuck are you talking about? Talk about something so we don't have dead air while I look up the name. Jared Leto Jared is going to play, first of all, why? <laughs> I don't care what it is you're about to say. You led with Jared Leto, and I thought you were making a mistake, but you seem fairly confident. I definitely know the, uh, that it's Jared Leto. Actor. And I'm I just, just like. I just don't know the name of the kid. It's something the vampire. The vampire? Yeah, he's playing a vampire? Man, you're the Marvel expert. I don't know. know the only vampire I know of Mar- know in Marvel villains. is Blade. I don't I don't know any other vampires. There's a Spider-Man villain that's a vampire. When? Since when? He, I mean, I guess it's not that unbelievable. He's got a, a lizard and a Morbus rhino. the living vampire. Oh, I have heard of Morbus. That sounds real stupid. You haven't seen any of those? I've seen so many articles about this. That's like the next villainish movie in the Sony universe. I mean, I guess the um Silver Sable and Black Cat, Black Cat movies probably ahead of that. But once again, stupid. after that movie, Jared Leto's playing a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Look, why <laughs> They need to just I imagine give him though, like, hold on. Just, I imagine him looking exactly like the Joker without like the green hair being like black hair and instead of like the grill or whatever you call on his teeth, he has fangs. But I imagine everything else looking exactly the same. What is and he gonna tattooed just, on his forehead? It's the same. It's just the same damaged? tattoos, everything damaged, everything's the same. It just it's the same character. Can, and you can know we what? Change damage to thirsty. <laughs> So bad. You know, and on his hand, he also has the fangs, so he can lift it up and do that same ridiculous laugh. Fucking. I feel like that movie also like killed I, Jared Leto for me. Like, I can never see him in any other movie. Yeah. Look, I haven't heard of this this monstrosity you're talking about, but that's what it would be. It would be just... It... Okay, here... <laughs> Here's, this is what our real close call should have been. How close are we to getting a movie that just destroys superhero movies? Like, how how what what is it gonna take for audiences to be like, you know what, fuck that, I'm done with it? Because <laughs> I mean, we had a pretty solid streak so far this Try year. This Jared Little movie. We, we had we had Black Panther. We had Avengers Infinity War. And then we had this bullshit. Then we have one in between that. We had Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was also like... That was a good movie. Yeah, it, it was, was a solid movie. It was fine. But this one's like, ugh. But if they make a fucking Morbus <laughs> the Vampire movie... The Living. Ja- the Living, the living vampire, vampire. With Jared Leto. That'll be the straw that breaks the two humps that the camel carries on his back and he just won't move anymore. That'll be it, I think. Maybe that would just be the end of Sony making movies. Yeah. Superhero movies. Yeah, that shit. Not all movies. They should get, yeah, they should just, 
they should either find somebody else to figure it out or just give it up. Like, at this point, it's literally just, it's for money. That's all it is. They're just being greedy. They're just like, (laughs) man, we had like the second most popular comic book character in the world that we could do whatever we wanted with and we fucked it up five times on five separate occasions we did not do what we needed to do don't get me wrong spider-man not the first all, trilogy yeah though. look they're not all bad yes the first trilogy it it holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts because it was the first ones i get that but when you go back and really think about it they, they don't hold up very well they're okay <laughs> but like the third one's just All right, the third one is garbage, but one and two is one and two is solid. One is fine. Two is arguably the best out of the three. The Andrew Garfield ones again. Ugh. I mean, this is the thing. We're, we're this is like way off topic now, but our our I think as we keep getting better better movies. We're looking back at other movies, and they're not as good because we're comparing them to the newer movies. So at the time, Spider-Man was great. The yeah, first trilogy, but it was like it was like the best superhero movies we had had, which is sad to think about. Right, but we didn't know, right? We yeah. didn't have things to compare about. It's just like everybody loves Iron Man one. Have you gone back and watched Iron Man one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not as is it as great as you remembered it being. No. Yeah. See, I it's never the thought same it was thing. that great in the first place. Man, a lot of people did. I mean, people I went know. crazy for that movie. But when you go back and now and now that we've had like Infinity War and we've had Civil War, like and you go back and watch Iron Man One, you're like, Yeah, this movie was okay. Yeah. Here we go. Iron Man fighting a bigger Iron Man. Like every other Orange movie. Yeah, true. Sony stop. Just Cut it out. I think that's where we're going to end this. Because I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. All right. Anyway, Sean, where can they reach us? Close Calls Pod. You can write us a Gmail. You can post on our Facebook. You can hit us up on Twitter. uh, And you can even find us on Instagram now. Oh, yeah. We do got that going, don't we? Nice. Uh, Yeah. So hit us up in the dms or whatever you young folks say why am i saying this <laughs> you need to go to sleep i do <laughs> that's crazy it's not even like late like usually we're doing these episodes way late but <laughs> i know yeah it's it's relatively early for us to be doing this all right yeah so let us know what you thought of venom was it shit yes it was let us let know, us know how much you thought it was better or worse than suicide squad okay or <laughs> let us know if it greatly exceeded or um came in below what how do you how do you say the opposite of that? I don't know what you're trying to talk about. Like right what's the opposite of exceeds? Fall short. Sure, fall short <laughs> of your expectations. Let us know. Until next time guys. Don't touch the symbiote. Bye. Bye.